Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. All right, Chopping Lines coming at you. This is episode 9, September the 6th, 2020. That's uh, 69 backwards, for those of you unaware. We got NFL Week 1 on deck, so that's going to be a lot of what we talk about. Really excited for it. I got my co-host, Doc, across the way, across the plexiglass now, I must say. How you doing, Doc? Nine times number nine. Doing great. Glad to be here with you guys here tonight. It's been a it's been a while. We had to take yesterday off, but we're on to on to episode nine here. It's gonna be a good one. Got producer Cho on the track. As always, I say we just jump right on into things. Uh we had a little bit of NBA news that we're gonna to touch on real quick. We had Donovan Mitchell finally traded here, and it wasn't to New York. The kid is on his way to Cleveland. They traded him for Laurie Markinen, Colin Sexton, and three first-rounders. I'm not super high on Mitchell, but I think it was a great price for Cleveland to pay. And I think that he's going to give them at least a decent chance here. We'll see how he elevates, or how he's elevated, I guess, by their good supporting cast. Yeah, they still have some good pieces there. Evan Mobley being one of them. My always love my namesake there. Absolutely. Uh, and could Carl. this be a setting of the table for a LeBron return, a that, second Le, LeBron return, and a third stint in his adoptive hometown? That'd be quite a way to send himself off. That'd be a stacked team. That would be. And yeah, that would be a team that would have room for a young Bronny. Hey, hey sit on the end of the bench, son, and take some notes for these next few years. I want it or a point worth making. Imagine making it to the end or the NBA. You're make, making all this money, and your your career takes you from Utah to Cleveland. You're not exactly hitting the, uh, the yeah. live cities. Yeah, that's a really uh, dull landscape as far as your teams throughout your career. I mean, you have some guys like who J.R. Smith went from Miami to the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, to L.A. Yeah, yeah, so he's like hitting all the great markets and all the cities you'd want to live in as a you know young athlete. Mitchell. But, you know, some guys don't like that, though. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, it, I also think, you know, making that money, you're going to, in any of those markets, you're going to feel great. Yeah, for sure. And you're probably going to save a lot more not going out with a... But I wouldn't a, want to play in Utah or Cleveland, so... Not for like seven, eight years of my career, at least. Uh, moving ahead to the MLB. This was kind of a cool story here. The possible uh, Rookie of the Year favorite in the NL, Spencer Strider. It's a great, great name. He's a pitcher, not a runner, ironically. But I guess you have to stride some off the mound as you're, uh, as you're pushing off. But he set the Braves record... With, for strikeouts in a game with 16. Well, they've had some great pitchers down there. I was very surprised to see him be able to set the bar uh, between Maddox, uh, Glavin, Johnny Smoltz. They've had some some really solid guys. So power to him. He's a great prospect. That Braves team is young and dangerous. We had another pitcher, Dylan Cease. Two outs in the ninth. He had a no-hitter going, and they blow it. That's got to be a shitty feeling. No yeah, matter. like the rug being swept out or tripping at the finish line. 
And I mean, I think getting to the doorstep of a no-no would be awesome, but it's almost like, would you rather that have just happened in like the third inning? Right. Or would you want to get all the way there and still not have it? I mean, you're not even going to record book for that. Now, I would argue, though, that there are less no-hitters that are broken up with two outs in the ninth than there are no-hitters, for what it's worth. So he may be... Sure, but whatever. Maybe in a more exclusive club when you break it down that way. We're not building monuments to what could have been. (laughs) The cup is half full there. Uh, Our Aaron Judge update, he's had a busy week. Up to 54 home runs now with 27 games left. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds great. If you you want him closing in at 61 or, or if you want him to break that Maris record that we've talked about, that sounds great. Seven homers with 27 games yeah, left. Like that sounds like gas. totally gettable. What's he gonna do with the other 20 games? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. He's gonna scratch his balls and fucking left field. <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> much. Wherever, where is he? He's been there. Uh, I think right. he's in right field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, well yeah. I'm sure he'll be all the way over in left field. Scratches his fucking ass. Hey, if he's hitting 50, 62 home runs, they'll let him scratch his balls wherever. Uh, I'm. I bet him to hit 61 exactly. I'm not thinking that that's that safe of a bet at this point. Do so. you have pulled up what uh, me and producer Joe's number I was do. on that? You picked 63 and Joe picked 64. There you go. Price so. is right. We'll be keeping track of that. I, I have a feeling we're all going to be in play here by the end, so that's exciting. He's, he's something to watch at this point. Our, watch. Our Orioles update. Four and four since we spoke last. They dropped two yesterday to the Blue Jays. It was awful to watch. I think they're just kind of running out of gas. They're they're really just not that good of a team yet. They got a lot of spunk. They play really hard. Gunner's been incredible since coming up. Yeah. He's a human fucking highlight reel. Now, so are they now four and a half games back from the Jays? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, or whoever's last in the wild card, it okay. might be the Jays. Either uh, way. It'd be nice to get these next two. Need them, and almost. they're playing tonight. Yep, at seven, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So that's gonna butt up with my Coco Golf quarterfinals <laughs> match at the U.S. Open, but I'll have eyes on both. Hey, that's the that's the good thing about baseball. You can kind of flip back and forth, and you're not gonna miss too much usually. Right. But yeah, I, and tennis. I mean, tennis and golf are a great, you know, double feature. Yeah. Where it's like you can just flip back if you have a priority in one or one game is better at that time it's great like from commercial to commercial and kind of we're hopping lily pads out here absolutely and i love that segue into tennis here why don't you take us there doc the u.s open yeah there is a lot of stories or there are a lot of stories and one prominent one is for the u.s open there's a lot of u.s born players still hanging around uh, the biggest storyline would be Serena Williams uh, at finally bowing out of this tournament and most likely her career as a tennis player. One of the greats, if not the GOAT. Uh, she lost, so she's out in the doll, the other main storyline. Uh, one of the greats or the GOAT of the men's side. In my opinion. Also lost to a great American talent, Francis Tiafo of college park I was maryland say, the boy. boy is from the home state and here. he's so charismatic and he was he was fucking hitting the ball last night i mean it really was like somewhere around that 
end of the second or somewhere in the third set, he was really putting it on Nadal. So that's a big win for him, probably the biggest of his career yet. Now, he, it'd be nice to see him go all the way or at least win this quarterfinals match tomorrow. Uh, also, some other great American talent is the young Coco Golf. I believe she's kind of turned 18 this summer. She came on the scene probably three years ago as a 15-year-old, made like a quarterfinals run. Really also another charismatic talent, really good player. Good so I hope she sport. keeps going. She's been knocking on the door for a while. So it would be great to see her make a run to the finals and even win this thing. Uh, another remaining American talent for the women's side is Jessica uh, Pagula, I okay. believe is the pronunciation. Sure. I should have double-checked that. But her father, Terry, is the owner of the Buffalo of the Bills Bill. I was and the ask. Sabres. That's so awesome. that's exciting there as well. Just love that thread. Love those storylines. Uh, she's going up against the number one seed. I believe that's tomorrow night. So she's got a tough road to hoe. But it should all be great. Keep an eye on Psycho Nick Honey Nut Kyrios because he's still in this thing and is one of the favorites to win. But he's appointment viewing. Like, he is a fucking nutcase. And tennis is always better when there's guys like that around. Think Jimmy Connors, Jim McEnroe, it's a John McEnroe. Pardon me. It's that's that's what you want. A nice a tennis he, match, a nice like, real yeah. heel. Yeah, start yelling at your box and the linesman and the judge. It's like that's fucking sick. Like, did, did you see what he did? I, I no, I wasn't as privy to it as you were. So it might yeah. be an old. Highlight. And I'm not like not necessarily. I'm a fan of this guy, but I, I, I want to caution that. But he is appointment viewing. I saw a highlight where the person had returned his shot and it didn't even cross the net. It was, it landed out and on the first bounce, he ran over to their side and hit it and he lost the point as a result because it didn't bounce twice. Right. Right. And he was kind of like, wait, what? I can't do that. I can't do that. Just a dick move. Just flexing on his opponent. Well, and that was funny on the broadcast too, because Patrick McEnroe and John McEnroe were calling that with Chris Fowler. And, uh, call there. Uh, John was like, oh, you can't do that? Like, oh, I didn't know you couldn't do that. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen that. And then Patrick, Mr. Davis Cup captain, is like, John, John, we've been reading this rule book our whole lives. And John was like, well, you have. I don't know if I have. <laughs> so that was great. And then Nick and Patrick were courtside. Like, Nick was like, can I not do that? And Patrick was like, no, no, you can't do that. That's if it hit on his side first and then, like, you know, backspun over. I think you can, like you can run and attempt to hit it. Definitely. You just can't touch the net, but either way, that was funny. Also the young talent Alcaraz from Spain, I would say, you know, between Tiafo, Kyrgios, Alcaraz, and this cat sinner from Italy. Those are the four to watch on the men's side to get to the final. I like that. And I'll, uh, when is the, so you said the quarterfinals tomorrow? The quarterfinals, there's, uh, they split the days, since from early on in the draw. So there's a quarterfinal match tonight and tomorrow for both the men and the women. Gotcha. And then we'll be, there might be a day off. I'm not sure. Or we'll just get into, we'll probably just get straight into semifinal stuff. So the final should be next or this coming Sunday. I don't know. We'll have to double check that. Okay. Well, should be that's Monday. A, that's yeah. a tough sell on Monday. a Sunday with a Yeah, week that's why it could football. be it could be Monday. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll double check it. that. Yeah. Not the end of the world, but it Look has Look it up. Watch it. But love that infusion of US talent in there. We haven't really had they were kind of talking earlier on the one or one show I listened to. We haven't really had a big name since like Roddick, Murray, 
like on the American yeah, side. Yeah, there's been not, a lot of uh, a lot of flops. Yeah, and a lot of what have yous. A lot of woulda coulda shouldas. Yeah, like what I mean, you still have some guys, but the Jack Socks of the world and the John Isners of the world, and you know, even up to this point, what's there's Taylor Fritz. A lot of it's very fringy people that never really broke on through to the other side. Shout out the Doors, Jimmy Morrison. Come on down. Uh, we Can't had, you hear me knocking? Shout out Stones. Hey, we'll just keep keep them coming while we can. Keep so it moving of, to the KIM. Shout out Tribe Called Quest. Speaking of knocking, though, like the Stones, we had Cyril gone knocking out Tai Tuivasi in the UFC. That was in the third round. That was a crazy back-in-war fight. Two fucking mammoth human beings. Just letting it fly. Oh, yeah, for for the whole two and a half rounds. Love or, that. Uh, Tuivasi rocked Gon pretty hard. It was in France, the first... Tunga Tuivasi. The, the first uh, MMA fight in France ever. Apparently, it was illegal in the country until 2020. So wow. Pretty... It was barbaric. <laughs> yeah, right. They, 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 they can't support that. Um, they had, I believe, like five or six French fighters on the card. All of them won. So, oh wow, getting behind so that. Like, <laughs> I hard. see why they finally hosted it. Was, was we were there an agreement set up. We're ready. What's now. going on over there? <laughs> well, and speaking of UFC, I saw just you know earlier this afternoon some news breaking through that the next big prize fight will be Jake Paul against one Anderson Silva. No shit. What do we think of that? I haven't seen that news, but if well, so... Well, react in lifetime, Ted. Yeah. Let's get it real. Uh, if Anders... I, feel, I, I don't think I can envision a world where Anderson Silva doesn't knock him out and think that it's not rigged. Well, or like I don't... I said, like, yeah, I, just, I mean, I, I don't believe in any of these Jake Paul or like a lot of these influencer fights. It's like... I'm gr- they're growing on me a little, but not to that extent. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and I think some things are just unbelievable. Yeah, I'd have a hard time buying it. We'll see. I will watch because it'd be Let awesome watch. to watch a watch Paul get knocked down. Let him watch. We'll see how that goes. I gotta look into that after we after we stop recording here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more piece. We kind of talked on this a few weeks ago. Paige Becker, she's coming back to UConn. I think the NIL deal had a huge totally. impact on that. Yeah, I mean, she'll probably make as much or more money staying there than going into the WNBA. Easy. So I, I think like in any men's sport like that, it would be a no-brainer. We see a lot of guys tear their ACLs and they just go out anyway. Jamison Williams yeah. uh, was a Reese And I endorse that. I mean, that makes sense. And what she's doing makes sense. It's a just, ton. You know, that's just the way it, it's the landscape it is of each right now. sport. Yeah. Uh, piggybacking on that girl or women's college basketball will be going into men's college football. We kicked off Friday. We had West Virginia and Pittsburgh. That was a great back and forth game. West Virginia's driving. They throw the ball to the left side. Their receiver volleys it up in the air. It had no one within five yards. And the volley goes right to the cornerback who was playing soft zone. He runs back 50 yards. They lose by a touchdown. Yeah crazy finish way <laughs> to kick things off yeah love a, a kickoff like that the start of a season the and just love any game that ends with a holy shit moment you and, know? and it was the backyard brawl it was cool to see which wasn't it the first one in like 15 years or something i thought that that was like taken away or i'd have to fact check on that yeah. i'm not sure they with all the conference realignments that's not impossible i i hate that it's so hard to keep track of and i don't know if, and speaking completely off 
the top here, but it might have even been like safety. I don't know if that got so rowdy for a couple years in a row that they were like, hey, this is like, we're going to take a little breather here. Yeah, it's not impossible with those two schools. There's a lot of history there. Uh, moving to Saturday, we had Alabama come out winning 55 nothing over Utah State. Still Bama. Double nickels. Still Bama. Uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame. It was a tough game there, the two seed versus the five seed. We had correspondent Kev had a little bit of a little bit of cheddar on this one on Ohio State. They did not cover. Tough start to his gambling season. Mm. Hopefully nothing I am aware of after Sunday. Uh, but they got the win. Notre Dame looked pretty good. Uh, number three, Georgia versus number eleven, Oregon. They won forty nine to three. Yeah, I mean Georgia, our reigning national champions. It doesn't look like much of a fall off. No, them, does it? And just kind of to piggyback on that, so they expanded to the twelve team playoff. That's a breaking news as well. Relatively, we're about a day out on that. So in theory, you know Georgia plays Oregon in the college football playoff in like the first round. Nobody needs to see that. Like, is there that big of a gap between three and thirteen that you got to expand from four uh, to to twelve at that point? Like, I thought eight was a good number personally. Yeah, I, I think yeah. this. I don't know how that's all gonna go. And yeah, you would think if that's in the first game, then how much can it change to later in the season? But yeah, I, I don't know. College football, I'm not as well versed in, but. Yeah, we'll just see how that all shakes out. I did see the LSU-FSU Fucking game. nuts. Fucking nuts. Joe, did you see that game? That was wild. So I'll talk us through this as quick as I can just for the listeners who were not aware. Florida State's winning 24-17. to They haven't been stopped on offense all day. Yeah. Um, despite only like, scoring 24 points. Yeah, but LSU like didn't look that great. At all. No. So they get a punt. LSU muffs the punt for the second time in the game inside of their like five yard line with about a minute left. They get stopped on first and second down. So they run a pitch on third down from like the two yard line. They fumble it. LSU recovers it. They go 99 yards. The guy with like 10 seconds left, their tight end, I think, he dives out of bounds. Gets out, stops the clock. They manage to score a touchdown on the next play. It's 24 to 23, and Florida State blocks the extra point. And so awesome. Like, fucking nuts. <laughs> what a great way to, another great finish. Absolutely. Kind of to cap that week. Yeah, it was outstanding. And, the, and that was the sun, the Sunday night game. Shout out Harper with the on. Uh, that was the Sunday night game, if I'm not mistaken. And, so. and I wonder if. Brian Kelly had to go home to his family and what, how he would explain what happened to his family. He said he had a lesson to learn after that game. That was a tough one. Uh, as yeah. tough of a loss as I've seen in a while. And everyone loved to see it. Like, Brian Kelly, not the most likable guy. I think people not were rooting all. against him, and, and they start rooting against that team because of him. And it's a shame. I, I kind of like LSU, at sure. least as far as SEC teams go, but... I can hop on board with Georgia. Moving to the NFL, a lot of other teams in the NFL have kind of hopped on board with Georgia. Some news here before we get into our week one coverage. Russell Wilson got a big extension. Five years, 245. He got 165 guaranteed out of that. Let's ride. 
I think that's going to be a little bit closer to what we see Lamar get compared to the Deshaun Jackson outlier. And we're going to wait that Lamar will not come until the end of the season, you think? Or I, you're not seeing it happen in the next couple of days, the next 48 hours. I hope we see it by the time we're done fucking recording, but I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they're dragging their feet on it. It's, it's frustrating. Well, if that comes through on our phones or our wires, you guys will hear it here. Yes, you will. Uh, another quarterback, Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy. He's staying out in San Francisco. I we I believe we called that Jimmy two G. weeks ago. Is it G? Hey, I'm not hating his. We awesome. did call that. You did hear it here first. Yes, sir. And it's a good insurance policy. They're paying him regardless. And they actually signed or they restructured his contract with a no tag. Uh, and if you're Trey Lance Bottoms, how does that make you feel? Yeah, apparently, he doesn't like it. No, I wouldn't either. It's a guy looking over his shoulder or whatever, but you know, I it, you're the guy. If you're that good, I saw Peter King said like, <laughs> I guess I don't know. If this is kind of a hot take because Peter King's not really like that. No, he was like Trey Lance will lose the starting job by week seven, so keep that on your radar. Wouldn't we be, will here. Wouldn't be good for at least one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> we will we will see. I I'm well, not. Could a, you have a couple backups that? Yeah, uh, for what at that point? I don't. I'm not the hugest believer in him overall, but he's the dual threat guy as far as fantasy goes. He's worth a look. Sure. Rolling into week one, we're it's Tuesday now, so we are two days away. It's great. I'm so excited for it. We're our Thursday game, we got the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. They are hosting the current Super Bowl favorite, the Bills. Well, and I wanted to touch on that before we fully got started into our breakdown of all these. But am I wrong or wasn't game one of the NFL season always a rematch of the previous Super Bowl? I thought they had done it at least for the last couple of years where it would have been, for instance, the Bengals versus the Rams, right? So... And I loved that. I mean, I thought it was a cool, like, kind of what you could call it gimmicky, but it's like, yeah, I, why not? I, yeah, Let's no, I like, I like that too. And I think it really depends on how the schedules fall. They're not going to adjust the the right the algorithm or whatever they have the, the formula that gets those teams and those schedules set. So it might just be luck of the draw those years. Sure, but yeah, it does I could be misremembering. But uh, no, that I, it definitely happens plenty. And why not kick off the year with that? But this is a huge matchup. Two high-powered offenses. Apparently, Matt Stafford's elbows in in good shape. So we'll see there. I I don't think it matters personally. I think this is Josh Allen's game. I think they're coming out sharp on the road, picking up the dub. Yeah, I like the Bills in this one as well. It's the Rams got a few new pieces. They're they're loaded with stars, but their depth is not necessarily great. So true, we'll but see. yeah, hopefully, I mean, in week one, hopefully they're not worried about depth too much, but either way, Shouldn't even if in just a straight up game, Vac- he's got the bills here in Doc's vacuum. The bills are there. <laughs> I agree with that. Doc's vacuum moving, Bring, <laughs> bringing you this segment. Doc's vacuum. <laughs> we got the saints and the Falcons. wedding gift. <laughs> House warming. Like we'll, we'll get you set up right. Saints at the Falcons, Marcus Mariota, his housewarming. Uh, it's in Atlanta. Jameis Winston's back. Yeah, and I love Jameis. I got the Saints here, and I think it's going to be 
a Jameis type of year. Like, keep an eye out on this cat. I agree. I think he's worth the comeback player of the year. Look, they've got some great talent on offense. Still a few question marks surrounding Michael Thomas. He was coming back. He was allegedly healthy for like a week. Then he's got an ankle flaring up. It's it's just one thing after another. Well, and so we touched on Jameis. What do you think of Mariota's situation? Uh, I think the Falcons have minimal talent at the skill position. So it's just kind of like, yeah. I think even if he plays well, it's not going to be good. So I don't think he's that good. He was okay with with the Raiders last year in limited opportunities. I'm not a believer. I got the Saints winning pretty big in this one. Got the Bears and the Niners. This is in Chicago, and the Niners are big favorites by a touchdown. It's kind of a weird one to me personally. We got Trey Lance, like we were just talking about. Maybe a weird situation there overall. How good is he anyway? Bears have a great defense, too, like a top-five defense. Sure. So if they can contain him and kind of cut off some of the passing lanes, confuse him, I could see this being an ugly game. It's never easy to win at the ugly soldier field. Yeah, it's like the Niners aren't amazing, but are the Bears really that? I mean, I've seen some people saying the Bears are the worst team in the league this year, but are they? I did bet on them to win less than six and a half games. Do you have them winning this game? Because I got the Niners coming in. I have the Niners winning, but I have the Bears covering. I think it's a late win by the Niners here. I think think the Bears make it close. Uh, That's my take on that one. We got a big AFC North game. The Pittsburgh Squealers at the Bengals. Mr. Biscuit, Mr. Mitchell Trubisky, his first game with the Steelers. They haven't like officially announced that, but he's a captain, so I don't know how he's not starting. Yeah, I mean, I saw he was listed number one on the depth chart yep. either this morning or at the end of the day yesterday, but I know Mike Tomlin's still playing cool, close to the vest. And I get that, but yeah, it... it it looks like it's going to be him. I I think they're going to be. What's uh, notable is Mason Rudolph. Was number two. Was number two. Yeah. So pick that. it. So I I guarantee in a game. Actually, I don't know. They speak highly of Rudolph. I don't see it, but I I would wouldn't be surprised in a game situation oh, if Pickett went in there as the backup, barring an, or if there was an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if T.J. Watt's going to play in this one. I think that's a big factor. I think that the Steelers cover if Watt plays, but if he doesn't, I think the Bengals could run him out of the building. That's, I'm thinking it's looking more like that. Maybe not a run out of the building, but I think the Bengals win handily. Yeah, I, Or comfortably, at least. It's in Cincy, Paul Brown, or Paycor Stadium, as I'm seeing now, not Paul Brown Stadium. That's a travesty. That's... I, that's that. That's one of the stadiums that should never change its name. Yeah. I mean, that's named after it's one named of the after fathers the of the game. Yeah. Sorry, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Speaking of fathers of the game, we're going up to Detroit, to Ford Field. That's a nice segue there. We love when that happens like that. We got the Eagles at the Lions. I think the we talked about this. The Lions are going to be dangerous. This they year. are. They're going to yeah. fly under the radar for a little bit. I like the Eagles overall. And this actually, this was like a week 11 matchup last year. I remember this fondly. The Eagles were like minus five in Detroit. And I was like, Detroit's a fucking lock. That they're covering that plus five at home, no questions asked. I was so sure of it. They lost forty-four to six. It was it was so awful. I just, I am scarred by it. 
I'm taking the Lions again, though. I'm taking the Lions straight up, not even to cover. I think Jared Goff and the weapons are going to be all right. I think DeAndre Swift's going to have a big year. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be good, but I don't think he's going to figure it all out week one. It's in Detroit. Give me the Lions. Well, when you said speaking of father of the game, I thought you were going to talk 50 Cent. Uh, They've had their feud (laughs) restoked here. But, no, I love the Lions. And if you've been watching Hard Knocks, it's a fun team. Love Dan Campbell. And on this most recent episode, one, Slim Shady, I'm just Marshall Mathers. Eminem was at one of the practices, was getting a lot of love. Didn't have to drive far. No, no, hometown guy, always puts on for the city. But I like the Lions as well. They're going to hold it down, hold down the fort. I Great minds think alike. Down to South Beach, the Dolphins hosting the Patriots. They always gave Tom Brady trouble down in Miami. I think this is going to be kind of a boring game. I think Mac Jones and the Patriots aren't going to do anything super flashy all year. I think they'll be steady. I think Miami's not going to be as great as advertised either. I think they're going to get enough done here to get the win, though, at home. The Dolphins. Yes, sir. Yeah, I see that as well. I like your assessment on that. Uh, The Pats aren't going to be terrible, but they're not going to be great. They'll win some games they're not supposed to. And, you know, week one at home, I like the Dolphins taking it too. And and it could even be like a Dolphins – taking both games off of them this year. Yeah. So we'll keep our eyes peeled and open for that. Yeah, I won't be tracking that one too, too actively, especially compared to this next one, our hometown boys, the Ravens, going up to East Rutherford, New Jersey, to challenge the Jets gang green. This is... um. This is what I'm really excited for. We're going to get sure. to see Joe Flacco. Well, hopefully. And I don't ever want to wish injury on anyone, but it's kind of sad to hear Zach Wilson's progressing so quickly. Right. Because it's like, I need Joe Flacco to play week one. And you can play week two. You can and never get hurt again for the rest of your life. I don't give a shit. But we're going to need you to just, you know, make sure this is really healed up for the rest of the season. I agree. Take that extra week. I'm really hoping to see Joe. I think he's old. I think he's a little washed up. I think he'll make a play or two that he's probably not supposed to. I think he'll probably make a boneheaded play as well that will be able to capitalize on. I don't see them stopping us. I actually see us running away with this one as well with relative ease. Yeah, quell all the unease from the Lamar talks and just the bad taste of last year. It'll be nice to come out with a statement win. Lamar Jackson MVP season. Getting underway starting Sunday. A dud of a game. We got Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. And I want Lamar and, pardon me, I want Lamar and Joe to swap jerseys at the end of this one, too. That'd be really cool. That'd be really fucking sick, actually. And get a Harbaugh in the middle for a picture. That'd be sick. That'd be be well worth the arrangement. A dud of a game here. Jags at the Commanders. Not going to spend a ton of time there. Shitty field at the or uh, in Washington. Hopefully nobody gets hurt. I don't see... I don't really see this game being that exciting. I'm taking my Jags I actually, to beat the Commanders. I had to double check on my pick there. I actually have the Commanders winning this game, but we'll okay. see. I think the I think the Jaguars have a bad offensive line, and the uh, God the Commanders sounds so fucking terrible. I think yeah. they will give them we enough trouble. Washington. I love the Washington football team. I did too. They messed up. They had a great they had a great thing going, just like they did with RG three, and they broke it. 
Browns thought they had a great thing going with Baker Mayfield. Wasn't the case. Now he's down in Carolina, and they are squaring off as well. I don't know how Carolina doesn't win this game. Their, their defense isn't great, but how could Baker Mayfield, if there's one game that you're not as motivated for for your, the rest of your life, how could it not be this one? He's got great weapons. McCaffrey's healthy, and he's a great in practice. Yeah. DJ Moore. Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting big things out of him this game. That'll play into my top prop later. Hey, we love to hear it. So I'm assuming you're taking the Panthers as well then here. No doubt. Yeah, I I think I think this is a tough one for the Browns on the road. A lot on the line. Colts and Texans. Seems like Shaquille, not Darius Leonard, might not play this one. He's working his way back from injury. I don't think that's going to be the difference of a win or a loss, but that might be the difference of a cover or not with it being at minus eight, at least on the books we were looking at. I don't see the Colts losing this game. Matt Ryan's going to be great. Jonathan Taylor's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the Texans, though, scrappy team. We saw them get scrappier as the year went along last year. Davis Mills, don't sleep on the kid. Yeah. I'm betting... At least against the spread, I think I'm betting on Houston. But Indy's going to start the year 1-0. Titans-Giants. This is kind of a trap game for me, too, here. I think the Titans are not going to be that good right out the gate. Replacing A.J. Brown with a rookie and Robert Woods, who's coming off the ACL tear. That's a tall order. Yeah, no, and I hear you on that. I just never think of week one as a trap game. You know what I mean? Sure. I understand what you're saying, but you, you don't see the Titans pulling this one off. I got the Titans winning this one pretty easily. And I, I don't really, I'm not in love with the Titans this year. I, I know me neither at all. Um, I actually have the Giants covering. I have the Titans. It's at home. I think that yeah. Derrick Henry, they'll be able to control the ball enough. But I just don't think they're going to be able to separate. I think it's going to be an ugly game. They're going to have the Giants hanging. They're going to fight this one out. Yeah, I think they'll get the win. But I I do not see it being easy, personally. Got an NFC North game. Really the top two contenders in that division. The Packers at Minnesota. The immunized one going up there. There's words now that Alan Alan Lazard might not even play. Is that right? So he's going to, I mean, thin, thin, single ply thin at receiver. Yeah. I just don't see, I got Minneapolis winning this one, and they're actually the home dogs, which is fire money here. Yeah, I mean, I like the Vikes too. Um, I No doubt, I don't think the Packers are going to be slouches all year long. But I can see them, you know, having a slow start or week one just being like, you know, and Aaron will be like, relax. Telling us to relax and I've been immunized. Start bitching, start bitching out some rookies. I bet there's gonna be a, <laughs> lot, to a lot of drops. <laughs> Iowa ska a... shows yeah. this summer. Pass... Following them around. Pass it out in the locker room. Like we're doing this Monday. We're getting the win week two. He and his girl got a van. Start taking notes. Chiefs going to the Cardinals, the recently extended Kyler Murray. I think the Cardinals are gonna be bad. At the gate, at least. Yeah. I, their defense isn't that good. Hollywood's not Hopkins. No. And he, Hopkins is out for what? Six weeks. Six weeks. Yep. That's a long time. Yeah. No, I'm not in love with the Cardinals now, nor ever was I. No. I, but uh, And I don't think the Chiefs are going to have some great fall off 
just because Tyree Hill left or whatever. I mean, a lot of people, it's, it might be a little in fashion to question Mahomes or the Chiefs now. There, there's a little more rumblings just from how the last couple of years have gone sure. since their Super Bowl win. But I got them shitting on the Cardinals. I, I do too. I don't think that that game's going to be very close at all. That line's actually getting that originally, as I'm looking at it, that I've seen that at minus three. That's now up to minus six, which means tons of money's being pumped in Kansas City. Yes. People are smashing. That's a crazy fucking swing in two weeks. So America agrees with us. It's a furic esque swing. It's yeah. a crazy fucking swing there. And furic, odd, the bad F word. The <laughs> the bad F word. Oddly enough, my, my original prediction, I might redo these. I probably will, actually, now that some stuff changed. I had the Chiefs winning by five. That would not cover that six. So so you're going to adjust that to cover we'll, them. We'll see. I Yeah, I'm getting more and more confident in the Chiefs as we go here. Uh, they're divisional rivals. They got the Raiders and the Chargers showing off in L.A. That's a game Shoot. I'm excited for. It that, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should and be that division is so killer. The best, the best. And we actually yeah. skipped the AFC West, unfortunately today because we figured we're going to talk about most of these teams regardless this is going to be a great game whether you like football or not it'll be entertaining i the chargers are too talented on both sides of the ball i think it's going to be really high scoring like really high scoring and i think the Chargers like just just a straight shootout like could be like 41 to 30 kind of a thing i think the Chargers. this is in la right yes yeah yeah that's what i thought so they had a 35 to 32 matchup late last year. The Raiders won in overtime. I think it actually fucked up the Chargers playoff chances. Mm. So they've done this before. Uh, a good back and forth. I expect that again on Sunday. But give me the Chargers though. Give me the over two while we're while we're at the table. I'll pound that 52 all day. Sunday night matchup. Tom Terrific and the Dallas Cowboys in Jerryland. What are your thoughts there? Well, I never first officially got on the book for that Raiders Chargers game. That's true. I was going to pick the Chargers, but I just did a little research on the Car Devante connection. Okay, they sure. went to college together. They went whitewater rafting. They got thrown out the boat. They Nearly emptied died. the boat and almost died. Damn it! And that's why I'm putting my coin on the Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Well, now let's get to Jerry. We'll get to Jerry. What, what were you asking me about? That Jerry and the Cowboys. Tell me all about Jerry. <laughs> Tell me I know. We know enough about Jerry. <laughs> I, uh, that's great. But I got them beating the Bucks. I think the Bucks are in a world of pain right now. Something's wrong in Tampa. <sighs> it's very Shakespearean down there. And we don't know what that 11-day absence was about. Sure. Little trouble and, in paradise. Uh, we don't need to know, but we can only speculate. I, I had the Cowboys in this game forever. I really did. They just lost their left tackle, Tyron Smith. To a torn hamstring about a week ago, they signed Mar- right, yeah. Marcus Peters. Yeah. The Buccaneers have a great defensive line, and I just I they'll just, be too much. I it, think be, so. Yeah. Smith is such a big piece. Like it's not like they lost a meet, middle of the pack guard. Like, they true. lost an elite tackle. I think that's going to really hamper them this year. I got. I, I have reverted back to the Bucks. I don't think either team's going to score a lot. I think the Bucks do have trouble on offense. They're coming back from injuries. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a great defense. 
Yeah, I mean, and and I got the Cowboys, but I don't think this is one of those games where it's like, oh, the Cowboys running away, or even if you're taking the Bucks here, it's going to be a close game. I think it'll be, you know, probably a a decent watch as far as competitiveness goes. Oh, yeah. It might not be high scoring or anything, but it'll probably be close late. No, it'll be worth a watch for sure. I agree. Our last one, our Monday night, do we want to call it a revenge game? Russell Wilson, let's let's ride. let's ride Denver right on up into Seattle. This is going to be an interesting one. What are your thoughts here? I've mm. yeah, I mean it'll be interesting just for that whole storyline. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think it'll be pretty easy win for the Broncos. I agree, but I can't wait to see you know Russ back in Seattle and how the. Twelfth man treats him, which I'm sure they'll just rain down cheers. It better. I, will it be frosty between him and Pete? It, I think, should or be even fine. some of his former I, teammates, because Russ is notorious dude who gets shit on by teammates who have left, or like when they stop playing with him, they're like that dude's whack. Yeah, and like I was really happy to get away. from And it's him. like never about play; it's always about like that dude's a weirdo or something. Like he, you would- know. He just like he stared at me in the locker room. In the backseat of his car at all times. Like he's like Russell Bond. Which is such a weird and I, I think we've talked about that too. Um him and doing just, that. I mean you we see him. I mean he's he's seemingly very nice and wholesome. And that's not really the knock on him. The knock on him is that he's just kind of corny. It's corn. Yeah. He he looks the part. I think they're gonna fucking destroy the Seahawks. It'll be It'll be cool to see. I'm definitely betting on them to, to cover all that. I think that's a, I think that's a done deal. Crocodile done deal. So uh, just to kind of hit on a few fantasy points here, then we'll go to our rhyme time. I like that too. That was pretty funny. Uh, I think Lamar and Russell Wilson kind of piggybacking right off that game. I think they're must starts. They're going to be huge. Look out for Aaron Jones. There's nobody up in Green Bay. Somebody's got to get the ball. Keenan Allen, like I said, that uh, that Chargers offense is going to go crazy. Fire him up versus Las Vegas. Sit Trey Lance. Sit the immunized one. Pretend COVID. <laughs> Non-immunized people are not allowed in Minnesota. I think Barkley and Zeke are going to be bad as well. I actually don't think DJ Moore. We talked about Carolina winning. but I don't Say Quan Barkley? Quan Barkley. Yeah. Well, he was at uh, Arthur Ashe. He was at center court for Serena's final I match. I was pretty pumped. That so, was cool to see. At least he's in good spirits. Yes, sir. I don't think he will be after Sunday, but uh, we'll good. see. Keep an eye on that. Jameis Winston, he's a sleeper. Look out for Zamir White as well. And Romeo Dubes, he might find his Juliet in the end zone <laughs> this weekend. What light through yonder window breaks. Check out the Chopping Lines blog. We go into a lot more depth with those starts, sits, and sleepers. But we're going to pop into our rhyme time here. We'll start with our hot spot. I got the Buccaneers. They're going to take down Dallas this week. That's my hot spot. I'm I got the convinced. Colts. My hot spot's the Colts. Just shitting all over the Texans. That's... Hey, I like I like the confidence there. It's definitely in play. Producer Joe. Echoed it from when we did our run through about five minutes ago. I think yes. you had the same sentiment. Put your money where your mouth is. That's right. Uh, 
I'm going to agree with Doc on that, going with the Colts. And they should be able to clear over, what is it, eight points? Day right now, but we'll see how it is on. Whatever it turns out to be, they'll they'll cover it. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. Great team, great offense. Moving to our steer clears here. I got, like I said, the Lions are winning. Steer clear of Philadelphia. They're not bringing it home this week. Starting 0-1. And I'm a steer clear of the Packers. Just got the Vikings winning this one. Nothing personal. I like that one, too. I'm gonna be nice. uh, <laughs> I just got the Packers losing that. So steer clear of the Green Bay Packers. like that one, too. I'm going to go with the uh, Commanders. I think the Jags are going to take a, take a win from them. So. That kind of echoes uh, Doc's thought with them uh, winning the division. Yeah. So that would be that'd be a good start for them as far as I've ever would seen. Be. Would be. So our last part here, our top prop. And this is actually our last month of this rhyme time. Really bad input segment wise here, but got one month to catch up on y'all. I got Justin Herbert throwing over four hundred yards against Las Vegas. I think he's gonna dice him up. I think the stats are gonna rack up. He's gonna have a big day. Mine's also quarterback related, and I got one Baker Mayfield throwing for five touchdowns wow. against his former team. That be that would be a statement. He yeah. would lose his fucking shit. That'd be his Super Bowl. <laughs> like, that would be, yeah. That'd be so sick. And I'm hoping that happens for him. Hey, I'm betting the Panthers, so I'd be pumped too. Producer Joe, top proper episode. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. They're gonna keep uh, New England touchdownless. Only All right. If, if New England's putting up points, it's going to be uh, field goals. Well, they could get a safety. Safety, yeah, but unlikely. You never know. Field goals. <laughs> Anything field goals. That's not what I'm predicting. Well, thank you for clarifying. Like those, though. Like those, though. We'll get those posted to the socials. Our first rhyme time's at least posted up there. We're finally getting our graphics straight. Better late than never. We did it before the double-digit episodes. We're going to be rolling into trivia here, bringing on correspondent Kev as always. It's a new month, boys. Joe is still rocking the L chain. It is uh, spray-painted orange, which is fairly fitting given the Orioles' recent play yesterday. So maybe he'll be able to take it off come October. So we got correspondent Kev on. We are in week nine. It's actually our first week of September, so props to Doc, two-time defending champion here. Kev, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Glad to be back, gentlemen. New month, week one. Glad to be here. Just like the NFL season, week one. Damn right. Here we come. So let's get things started. All let's right. We're going to do a little tennis. U.S. Open. Francis Tiafo of the University of Maryland. Go Terps defeated Rafael Nadal on Monday to advance to the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open. If he defeats Andre Rublé, I think that's how you say his name, he'll be the youngest American to appear in the final eight at the U.S. Open since this American back in 2006. We got A, Marty Fish, B, Andy Roddick, C, Tommy Paul, or D, Taylor Fritz. One point. All right, one, two, three. We're going to flip them. We got a B, a B, and I put Roddick. I think he was B. He was. Clean sweep. It was Andy Roddick. Beautiful. We Married are. to Brooklyn Decker. 
doing good work off the course as well. Yeah, there's there's worse ways to uh to end life. They've been married for like ten years too. I think it's been yeah. a long long term thing. After she was done with uh oh no that was Kate Upton who was with Verlander. Still is I believe too. I believe you're right. Lucky guys. Hey, question two. Guys. Yeah, we should have been like pro athletes or something. <laughs> if only. <laughs> would have been nice, right? <laughs> my my wallet would feel a little fatter, I'm sure. Definitely. Okay. Question two, little on this date, on this date, September the 6th, this future Hall of Famer hit his 500th career home run. Got A, Mark McGuire, B, Harmon Killebrew, C, Albert Pujols, or D, Eddie Murray. All right, and we'll flip them. One, two, three. I got a C, a D, and another C. I got D. It is Eddie Murray, September 6, 1996. Eddie Murray went yard at Camden Yards for number 500 against the Detroit Tigers. That's awesome. Got to respect that, Eddie. Steady Eddie, man. One of the best switch hitters of all time, if not the best. I was going to say, he's a, he's a front runner. And he was in the booth a couple weeks back for like an inning or so and was awesome. Like, really good on the mic. I'm glad the uh, team brought the old guys back. Yeah. They've been kind of distant for a couple of years. I'm glad, like, Eddie and Brooks came back, too. They brought back Ubaldo Jimenez, too. Let's not forget. I never understand that. Good what? guy. Not a great Oriole, though. Uh, what, was, what was the point, <laughs> the point value guy. on that one? Two. <laughs> God. Robert Andino, come on down, Red Sox killer. Hey, man, Bobby D. Big he, hit. Last big, 10 years. Big years memories. Was, 2011. Big mess. Send them home. Let's send us to question three. All right, question three. We're in week one, but we're going to look ahead a little bit at the history of the AFC championship game. Name the team who has appeared in the most AFC championship games without a victory. We've got A, the Jacksonville Jaguars, B, the Cleveland Browns, C, the New York Jets, or D, the LA Chargers. Three-pointer. All right, one, two, three. I put D. We got a two Bs. It's an O for it is actually the New York Jets. I thought that late. I thought that late. Fuck. They won it before there was an AFC and NFC Right, right. Damn. Playing words. That was a good question, Kev. A little bit. A little bit. It was tough. Mark, they're good. That's why it was three. Yeah, we like that. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. 82, 88, 09, and 2010. Forgot. Yeah, with Marky Sanchez. That's crazy. <laughs> what Browns about? and Jags are both 0 for 3. And they recently lost with Bortles. They did. So what about they question got there 4? got a couple times in the 90s. Great. And then oh, the last one, little fan question. Name the last American to win the U.S. Open. Got A, Pete Sampras, B, Andre Agassi, C, Andy Roddick, or D, D, Jimmy Connors. And how many is this worth? Go three for that one. Okay. One, two, three. We're going to flip. I got an A, a C, and a D. Was C. It was Andy Roddick. Back in 2003, going on 20 years without an American winning the U.S. Open. Wow. Yeah, it'd be cool to see Tiafo do that for us. It would. That was Andy Roddick's only Grand Slam that he ever won. Got to the finals a few times, but ran into 
ran into Federer. Yeah. Wimbledon, I think two or three times got him in the finals. That's a fucking buzzsaw. Wasn't Andy Roddick dating like Mandy Moore? Was that? Yeah, I think that does ring a bell. That could be true. Some some 90s connection in there somewhere. Early odds. They were hot. Yeah, Roddick got to the finals and Wimbledon three times and lost to Federer all three times. Yeah, I want to say I watched one of those. Uh, oh, I watched them all, but one of those may have been on like July fourth, like the final. If that's ringing a bell, but it would make sense. He that... lost in 04, 05, and 09. Oh, that's got to sting forever. Yeah, and that's one of those it's guys like... where it's like the era you played in. Like if yeah. Federer wasn't popping yet, like he maybe would have won Probably a couple more, but too. five years earlier, at least he got that one. Yes, sir. Kind of oh. Andy Roddick kind of catches some flack, but he was definitely a good tennis player when you really look at it oh yeah yeah he was great greatest player of all time (laughs) yeah it's just you just can't only do so much even peyton manning lost to tom brady for uh for several years before getting over the hump so sometimes being the guy just isn't enough nope yeah i mean in the big three with federer and nadal and Djokovic, any other tennis player it's basically like playing in the tiger woods era it's like you're you're fucked yeah it's like just do your best (laughs) It's like getting to the finals of Wimbledon isn't exactly easy. Oh, no, not at all. Maybe one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. You're all alone on an island out there. Yes, sir. But, Kev, we appreciate you bringing us home, as always. We'll be doing this again in six days. We're going to have some good week one talk. Hopefully some stories of victory. Godspeed, everybody. Good luck on everyone's best fantasy leagues. No Ravens. Yes, right. Yes, sir. Later, Kev. That's correspondent, Kev, as always, on the trivia horn. Much appreciated stuff there, Doc, with a strong start. A six to one to one lead over me and Joe. Kind of setting the tone, as we've seen in August and July. But we'll see how things go. See if we can turn things around. We're going into our soapboxes here. Mine came to me today. It's new. Got a tweet sent to me. Kenny Powers is fucking back. Eastbound and down is coming back February of next year. And I can't fucking wait. It's been like eight or nine years. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't stop smiling for like 30 minutes. Yeah, that's major news after such a hiatus. And with him and those guys doing in between vice principals. And Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. Yep. So, yeah, dipping back into the Kenny well will be well appreciated. Uh, I'm so excited to see it. I'm curious where they go with it. It's it's all gold. He's got to be coaching his kid or something. It's, it's literally been like eight years, which was hard for me to reflect on because it's like, wow, it's been that long since I've stopped watching this. It means I've aged this many years as well. Um but I, I am pumped. It's gonna be very stupid. It's gonna be, it's gonna be everything we hoped for. It's a great series. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. Eastbound down, Kenny Powers. That's right. Well, I'm gonna keep that on the same kind of thread, you know, just TV related. But you got the Game of Thrones spinoff, House of the Dragon on, and then I believe Amazon also just dropping this week the new Lord of the Rings show. 
which is just interesting because I think in a lot of neither one of those things are traditionally my things. I did get into Game of Thrones, so I've been watching Hotney, House okay. of the Dragon. But it is interesting. I wonder if they <laughs> planned funny. to release these in conjunction or like, you know, I mean, like, let's ride the wave of shields and swords and fucking people speaking in a weird manner. Like, if it pleases your grace and it does seem calling like- someone who's 17 of seven and 10. So maybe they're trying to get everybody. Once you're in that uh, state of mind, it'll be easier. We're just gonna you get some bleed it. through. But I'm sure this is a really exciting time of year for all you fantasy people out there. Nerds. Uh, Shout out. So <laughs> I, I will admit I did watch the uh, two episodes of the Lord, the Lord of the Rings. I've Let's, heard it's great. Let's hear it. Can, it, can yeah. you say it's or not, no? It's not my soapbox, but I'll just <laughs> go over like a brief overview. I While mean, you're on it. it's. I mean, they, they pretty much just put the element of the Lord of the Rings movies, The Hobbit, into this show. It was kind of boring. Okay. Gotta be honest. It was yeah. kind of a bummer, but it's the first two episodes of the did it look good like it looks great okay so at least it's like it's not like a piece of shit it just might not have been it's not bound its form yet yeah it's just not rolling yet you know uh but once shit starts going i'm I'm sure it'll be pretty good but uh i know they couldn't get like rights for specific aspects of like tolkien's like uh, that's weird so there's gonna be some aspects like the similar arians whatever the fuck that is um yeah which is like probably behind the hobbit and the lord of the rings trilogy as far as like notable work uh they didn't get the rights for that so they're trying to build off the the uh, uh prequels without using that so it's kind of limited i guess uh, so yeah. and i'm and i am a bit uneducated on the whole fantasy genre or whatever but another point of overlap between these two things is J.R.R. tolkien right wrote the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings and whatnot. And George R. R. Martin did the Game of Thrones thing. Is that his is George R. R. a nod to, uh, to be honest, I don't, I don't know. I, who I, inspired him? I find it very strange. <laughs> some that research on yeah, that. It's, it's literally a parallelism. Yeah. Here. It's so weird. Parallelogram. I love Check it. Follow us on IG. I love the South Park depictions of J.R.R. Martin or G.R.R. Martin or whatever his name is. Yeah. The they just being like a fat fucking perv. Cunt, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. Joe, what's your uh, soapbox? So, soapbox um, kind of had like a little uh, two-parter here that I'll condense to make quick. So, somewhat on the TV film kind of aspect, uh, watch this movie called Upgrade that was off of Peacock. Okay. Uh, the app. Uh, luckily, I get free with my Xfinity, so Peacock. you know. Um I had very little to no hope for this finding the preview. I just wanted to find something to watch while I was like doing some little bit of reading and uh it was surprisingly good. A nice little artificial intelligence kind of thriller. Okay. You know. Upgrade. Uh, iRobot. Up- upgrade. On Peacock. Yeah. Essentially it could I could just uh review it as a guide fighting or uh fraudulent disability. Let's just <laughs> say that. Uh, but um Second little tidbit on my soapbox today at work. I was, uh, if you guys are familiar with 
some labor jobs carrying around some five gallon buckets of paint or something, mm. or maybe like a five gallon water uh, container, you know, very heavy. Yeah. Not Barley really carries. easy just doing one handed. You kind of like look like it's you're lopsided and yeah. shit. Stabilizer. Uh, so I had to carry a five gallon container of chemicals through school, and uh, I have to go into the, the, the foyer to the lobby to the hallway into the uh, cafeteria down the hall, whatever. And it's lunchtime. So, of course, there's a bunch of fucking rowdy-ass kids. All eyes on you. All eyes on me. And I've got this He's thing. He's the like Tupac fucking, of Somerset County School. fucking <laughs> half curled up in my arm. Like, I'm not leaning. I'm not fucking looking lopsided. I'm trying to manhandle this thing. And these fucking kids, they say, oh, boy, go, 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 go. <laughs> just cheering me on as I'm uh. fucking carrying this thing across. It was just the funniest fucking shit. It's kids like a world fucking, strong. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was, it was uh, <laughs> exactly what I expected, but it was, it was pretty funny, pretty charming. That's, that's great. There's, hey, that's a lot of pressure there. Those kids will let you feel it. Mm-hmm. Just want to be like, can you all eat your fucking lunch? <laughs> That's awesome. Glad you and you didn't drop them, correct? The chemicals. I did not. They uh, arrived safely. That's very important. We love to hear it. Feel free to check out our AFC West blog today. We did not talk about it in uh, in depth during this episode because we got a lot of Week One shit to talk about. So we got uh, we put that out today. We got our week one overview, some predictions with that. That's going to be coming out later this week as well. Producer Kev, or uh, correspondent Kevin, excuse me, not producer Kevin. He's uh, our trivia guy. Uh, he's going to be putting out our power rankings as well. That's going to be coming out uh, prior to the season. We'll also release some fantasy insights. So a lot of stuff coming to you all on the blog. We'll try to make some graphics for it as well for the social media for those of you all who are Maybe just a little too lazy to be clicking some links and doing a little reading. I definitely understand that. I will be recording again September 12th. That's going to be a Monday. It'll be right before that Denver and Seattle game. We'll have a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. It's going to be a good one. Just like this one was. Doc, you got anything else for us? Wrap us up. Uh, no, going to watch some Orioles and U.S. Open tennis once I leave here, but can't wait for next week when we'll be in some NFL live action. That's going to really be something else. The work never stops for Doc. That's right. Hey, we're just grinding here. Just doing my homework. We're doing it for you all on Shopping Lines. Shop a line now. Mm-hmm.